Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. This is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. And this is our Thanksgiving episode. Woo! And you know what? I'm wearing sparkles. Sparkles? I've got a little sparkle on my shirt. You, however, do not. is Is it a sparkly turkey? It's not a turkey. <laughs> well, a yes, cooler, it's but... a turkey. It's a turkey. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I was just going to try to trick you for it's a minute. Screw with the blind guy day. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, so sparkles. Yeah. Well, is, is Thanksgiving a sparkly holiday for you? All the holidays are, are sparkly. sparkly and every day's a holiday. <laughs> Give me a chance. That's a good point. I'll turn everything into a celebration. Yeah. With sparkles too. She's, she's not you kidding about it. the bling bling. I like the bling. So, uh, so we're coming up on Thanksgiving and this is, I, I, I cannot approach Thanksgiving without also thinking about Thanksgiving's past. Right. And, uh, uh, the the traditions that we have started as a family over the last decade and a half, and then uh, all the traditions that my family and extended family had growing up. Did you have any any favorite Thanksgiving traditions or Thanksgiving um, I don't know rituals or anything like that with your with your family growing up? Um, not really growing up. We moved around a lot, and we. Uh... So we saw different family, different times. Mm. And sometimes it was just our immediate family. We uh, we didn't do the sa- a lot of the same things. We had turkey. That's unfortunate because ham is better. <laughs> but yeah. We have both. We have both now. When I when I was growing up, uh, I, I lived very close to both of my my grandparents and and it was always on my mom's side that we went to Thanksgiving dinner and man I uh my grandmother who is still living at 102.5 years old uh is one of the best cooks on earth true story true story right and in, it's it's very much in that singular country cuisine home cooking cuisine but you have not lived until you've had my grandmother's cream corn. You have not lived until you've had my grandmother's it's lima true. beans. For it's real, true. for real. And, you know, at this point in life, my grandmother's not cooking these days. And so, um, so I miss those times. I miss those uh, big family gatherings around the, around the dinner table. And it, it just, you know, food upon food upon food, which is the same thing that we do now, right? Everybody right. everybody says, hey, how was your Thanksgiving? Ate too much, right? Yeah. It's the stock answer. But, but let's think back to, um, let's think back to just what really are we doing Thanksgiving for? Is it just for pure gluttony, Shay? Say? Um, n- no, I think... Well, it we it can be. It can be, right. <laughs> Nobody's going to shame you for that. <laughs> I I have to tell you I was distracted a minute. Tell me. Because my once we got older, my mom made Thanksgiving every year. And no matter where we lived, my grown-up my kids were growing up, we went to mom's for Thanksgiving and she cooked. And I have to I remember so well she um, was going out of town and wasn't going to have Thanksgiving, which meant I had to do all of Thanksgiving. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. I had, well, it was a few years ago now, 10. I had to make Thanksgiving all of myself for the first time. And our daughter lived at home 
And so we set out the night before to make the most beautiful Thanksgiving table you ever saw. I mean, there was no, there was more bling. There was bling. There was table runners. There was chargers. There was all the fancy goblets. I mean, it was incredible. Now, the food was, yeah, but the table was gorgeous. I remember the food was good, too. But, Thank yes, you. the Thank table you. will always be gorgeous whenever Marvelina is setting it. The food has gotten better over the years, but the table, man, we just felt that was going to comfort us because we weren't going to be with my mom. So we made this gorgeous table, and right near the end of our meal, do you remember somebody knocked a candle over and we set the table? We set the table runner and the tablecloth on fire. On fire in the middle on of Thanksgiving. Fire. Was that somebody me? No, it wasn't okay. you. It, it wasn't, wasn't you. okay. It was, it was one of the younger ones, and we put it out quickly, and no one was in danger. But we have laughed so many times that you know it's just not. A holiday till you set the table runner on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's not a holiday until the 911 needs to be called. Apparently, <laughs> I, I also think about uh, one of our one of our first holidays together, one of our first Thanksgivings together, and you were about three or four days post op. I remember this very yes. well. So, so we did not make Thanksgiving plans that year because uh, you, knowing that you uh, would have been having surgery, like maybe less than a week before that. Yes. And but your your dad and stepmom were so <laughs> sweet, and they ordered one of those. Like ready-made Thanksgiving dinners from Honey Baked Ham, right? It's got all the fixings and stuff, and it's supposed to show up on our doorstep the day before Thanksgiving. Right. Well, they're telling us it's coming. They showed it to us on the internet, and it doesn't show up. It doesn't show up. It doesn't show up. Oh, then it's been delivered, but it's not at our house. Well, where is it? So we figured out that in the ordering process... Your dad or stepmom had accidentally switched two of the numbers in our address and somebody else got our Thanksgiving dinner. They did. They so. did. So what did we do for Thanksgiving dinner? We made manwiches. Manwiches. And we which I still love. And we still joke about, like, if you want, uh, she'll ask me, Marvelium will ask me sometimes, hey, do you want uh, manwiches? No, it's not Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> so, it's true. Our son is still heartbroken because he loves Thanksgiving. Loves Thanksgiving dinner. And it was but, like, man, we ruined Thanksgiving that but year. what an unforgettable thing. Thanksgiving, we ended up salvaging it and making something really sweet and kind of fun and memorable out of yeah. something that could have been a, a really sad holiday, really sad holiday. It, it could have been. I think I always tell people when they're getting stressed about something, um, okay, it's either going to go beautiful or you're going to have the best story later. So just relax and enjoy it because... That's how life goes. Yeah, there's that equation that says pain plus time equals laughter. Um, I'm not 100% sure I, I completely agree with that in every scenario. But yeah, when people are struggling, it's like, well, you're either going to get through it or you're going to have a great, funny story later. 
And if it's not a great funny story, then maybe you're still going through it, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe you haven't had the time to, to process that. To do that. And one of the new things, uh, traditions that we have with our family is a big tablecloth that we use the same, to use the same one every year. And people write on it who was here um, and something they're thankful for. And we tend to have a lot of people. We have our family, but then we also will just have different people for yeah, different reasons. Yeah, it'll be a straggler or two that we that, that we get that in. We yeah. So it's always fun to look back and go, oh, you know, so and so was here this year, and they also put down and wrote down something they were grateful for because, again, that really is the meaning of the holiday, right? Right, and and Thanksgiving obviously is. Uh, I don't think of Thanksgiving as a date. I think of it more as a verb, right? We are actually giving mm. thanks. And, and so we need to be doing that verb, that action, every day, right? We that. need to be doing that action every day. But Thanksgiving holiday every year reminds us to do it. So uh, maybe, this, and, and I feel like you and I are pretty good about giving thanks. Now we're not great. We get caught up in our own, in our own struggles sometimes, but I know that there are times when we're just driving down the road and out of the blue, you will say, um, you know, thank you, Lord, for this safe vehicle that we're driving. Thank you, Lord, for this loving partner by my side. Thank you, Lord. And, and maybe you're not even thanking God. Maybe you're just naming off things. Thank you, Lord, for uh, those people that just let me in line in front of them <laughs> in traffic, Orlando traffic, to boot. So, so I think it's whenever true. we are practicing gratitude, uh, it, it just keeps our heart in a better spot. And I hope that the Thanksgiving holiday... Uh, can maybe help you reset your heart if you've been out of touch with gratitude. Um, lately, uh, I think a lot of us have probably been out of touch with gratitude uh, to some extent in our lives, but this is the time where we get to uh, where we get to come back and we get to really name off one by one those things that we're grateful for, uh, those things that we appreciate in our world and and I know that um, whenever it comes to any time I do gratitude practices in meditation, uh, the first thing, the first thing I, I, I think of every time I'm grateful for something is you. Every time, that's oh. what I'm thinking of whenever they say, Me? yes, you, I'm grateful You're for you. You're trying to get points today. I am you? trying to get points. I need that's some really points. That's sweet, though. But, Thank you. Um, you are always my number one go-to thing that I am grateful for. And then everything just builds on top of that. It's family. It's it's a, a meaningful career. It's a healthy body and hopefully moderately healthy mind. Uh, it's a it's it's Elliot. You know, it's the grandkids. It's it's the ability. Sometimes I, I just am, I, I get overwhelmed with gratitude. How I can just turn on the faucet and get clean drinking water when such a big portion of the world doesn't have that. Um, it's true. Yeah, name and off those things. One one of the things that that I have found so powerful in my life is that it's easy to give gratitude when things are going well. Mm. You know, I just got engaged. I'm thankful. You know, I just got a new car. I'm thankful. And we should be thankful for all of those things. But some of the most powerful 
experiences you can have is when things aren't going well. Maybe you're heartbroken. Maybe something you've gone through something really hard. And as humans, we can hold more than one emotion at a time. We do have that capability to hold more than one. So while you may be sad, heartbroken, going through a difficult time, still finding that place in your heart that is gratitude has gratitude for the other things in your life, to seek out things that you can be grateful for. It doesn't always take away your pain. It's not a magic trick that, you know, my heart is broken because I've suffered this awful thing. So if I say enough five gratitudes in a row, I'll feel better. It's not that it's a magic trick. It's something that opens your heart and it helps you get through a tough time better. Yeah. So being thankful, whether you're, it's the best year you ever had, or even if it's like a chaotic year, finding a place to be thankful and um, specifying it, saying it out loud, really makes a big difference in your own heart. And if, if you need a, a starting point, if things look grim right now, first of all, start with the air in your lungs. I am grateful for breath. I am grateful that I am alive. Next, maybe I'm grateful that I am uh, sitting on a comfortable chair. Maybe next that I am grateful I am in a climate-controlled room. I am not living in a rundown shack open to the elements, right? That's right. Maybe I'm so grateful much. for the fact that um, I had medicine this morning that I could take that kept me healthy. Start with the little things. Start with uh, what's right in your grasp right now. And if nothing else, let's all let's be thankful and grateful that we all have this life that we are living right now. Amen. Yeah. And I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for everyone that tuned in. And if you're having a hard time, if the holiday especially is kind of hard for you uh, because of something going on in your life, we are thinking about you and we're praying for you and we're holding you in our heart. And please, you know, don't be afraid to look around and invite somebody over for the holiday that might be alone or might be having a rough time. And if you're alone, ask somebody if you can go to their dinner. Bet you're going to find someone that will welcome you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you all again for being part of our community, part of the podcast community, and part of our lives. Uh, we, we very, very much appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to continue to listen to Compassion and Courage. And we want to thank you for all of the extra social media stuff you do to help us keep getting the word out, be trying to put something positive out into the world, and try to keep us all connected with our humanity. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And we will see you next time on the very next episode of Compassion and Courage conversations in healthcare. I am your excellent host, Marcus Engel. With me, as always, is The Hotness. So thank you all so much for being part of this today.